Hello, peeps. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whatever it is, happy Freestyle Friday. Breaking down this week's marching order Monday and One Minute Wednesday. Getting right into it. I shared a post of the Eastern Iowa Arts Academy, and it went well. It went extremely well. Five or six other people liked it. Five or six other people shared it as well about the classes going on. Arts are huge for kids, for adults, for all of us. Remember a couple weeks ago I talked about how the average four-year-old laughs like 400 times and adults laugh like 15 or 20? (laughs) Maybe that's because we don't have fun. Maybe that's because we don't have art class. Like just show up and paint. Who cares how good you are? Do something, right? And so that's why I shared that. And I'm going to be very honest here. I have a little bit of guilt when it comes to the Eastern Iowa Arts Academy. When I first started an SEO expert, I came on. My good friend, Chad Dreamy Boy Greenlee, asked me to be part of the board of the Eastern Iowa Arts Academy. And I thought it was a great idea. Looking back, I just didn't have the capacity, right? I need to focus on my business full time, and I should have never joined. I should have never joined. I didn't give them the love and attention that they needed from a board member, and I still have guilt about it. So, to their benefit, I'm going to share a lot of posts from them. I'm going to promote them. And I think that we should all have a nonprofit that we love and support. So, find one. Or for me, I'm actually going to find 52 because I'm going to do this each and every week, and I'm going to talk about the Google ad grant on those posts. Hear me out. If you are involved with the nonprofit, know somebody that works at a nonprofit, a 501c3, there's something called the Google Ad Grant. And it's not like the BS paperwork that you have to swim through normally as a nonprofit. It's literally all online. You get hooked up with an organization called TechSoup, and they have a ton of benefits by joining that. But one of the great benefits of it is the Google Ad Grant Program. Is a nonprofit, a 501c3, who is not funded or gets majority of their funding from the federal government, can qualify for this, and it's easy. You get up to $10,000 per month in Google advertising. Now, yes, there's some stipulations around it, but it's a great, great thing to have. So if you know or are on a board of a nonprofit, Literally, just go to Google, the Google machine, and Google Google Ad Grant, and it will walk you through the steps, and it's a lot easier to get set up. You just have to have a website with substantial content. When they say substantial, it means you can't just have a landing page, and you are approved. So I'm making the commitment every single week to share a nonprofit's post, and I'm going to talk about the Google Ad Grant. That way, that nonprofit... Maybe it sets off some kind of bell or something. Literally hire an intern and have them work on that. It's a great, great program. I just love nonprofits. It's 98% passion and 2% everything else that makes it go. There's nonprofits for virtually everything. And yes, I know there's some nonprofits that are just tax shelters for rich people, but that's such a small majority. Walk into... The Humane Society, walk into any pet rescue, 
Heck, I would love to start a cat cafe for my wife to run. That would be heaven on earth for her and for me. And candidly, it's probably the only way that I'm not going to have a house full of cats for the rest of my life. <laughs> she comes from a long, long lineage of crazy cat people. That's my wife. I love her. I love our cats. Marley Maverick and little Jojo. Blossom and Buttercup before that. And yes, our kids named our cats, as you might be able to tell. All right, shifting gears to Eminem. How calling out your faults takes away all the bullets from the gun of your competition in business and in life. I get this so much. This rings such a bell. It's such a deep part of my soul because I grew up a fat kid. I'm still overweight. I own it. I accept it. I battle it. It's how I view myself every single day. And growing up a fat kid, you learn to, one, either cry and run away or face up to who you are, call it out, make fun of yourself. That's why a lot of comedians are overweight or were overweight because that's our self-defense mechanism. We make fun of ourselves. That's what fat people do. Like I said, it's why a lot of comedians were fat or are fat because we're very quick on our feet. I call myself out. I make fun of myself a lot of times when I'm speaking. And yes, people like that because one, it's very disarming for whoever's listening. They're like, okay, they're a human. They have faults. They recognize it. They don't think they're perfect, especially when you're speaking in front of a group of people. Poking some fun at yourself goes a long way to build confidence and trust and a little bit of street cred with that audience. Eminem gets up there. Everybody knows the story, the movie. If you've never watched it, just go on YouTube and watch that scene. It's so good. He did his homework on his competition, right? But what does he lead with? He doesn't lead with talking smack about Clarence. He leads with all of his faults. Yes, he's white. Yes, his friend Cheddar Bob shot himself in the foot. Yes, he's trailing trash. Yes, his girlfriend cheating on him. Yes, his mom's a piece of shit and goes on and on and on. And literally, one by one, systematically takes away each arrow from the quiver, each bullet from the gun, and you can just see it in his opponent's face. So why aren't we doing that in business? You know what you're great at. So what do we do? We get on LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. We ponder just, we're great, we're great. Why don't you, this is, this is one of the best things that you could do as a business owner, is this. Go on your Google reviews, pull them up, and find all of your one-star reviews. Pull those up and read them one by one and own it. Now, I'm not saying the lady who, the Karen, who was just crazy Karen, right? But the ones that are legitimate where you screwed up. I'm going to use my buddy Dustin Carson from Tree Police really quick. During the derecho, he's a tree service company. The derecho, and if you're outside of Iowa, is basically a hurricane in Iowa in the middle of summer. Yes, it's a crazy weather event. Took out 80% of the trees in Cedar Rapids. Just demolished them, uprooted them. That was the derecho. He had hundreds and hundreds of customers that he's trying to help. It's literally a once-in-a-lifetime event. And he screwed up with, with one like Dustin. It pains him. He truly loves helping people. And so with one lady by the name of Debbie, and I guess she could say Debbie Downer, but she had every right to say this. 
She said, no show, several days. He was a convincing liar and didn't keep his word. If I could give fewer than one star, I would. And he called me and he asked, Kyle, how should I respond to this? And I said, I've got you. Here is the response. Now, number one, you don't want to you don't want to argue with a crazy person because people watch can't tell the difference. But number two, this is how we responded. Debbie, it absolutely pains me to see this post, and this is atypical of our service level. We have fielded over 5,000 calls since the derecho and our crews have been working 16 hours a day, seven days a week. I failed to deliver on our commitments to you. I have been personally following up as the owner on all calls and appointments. As a local business, a lifelong cedar of pity, and I'm doing all that I can to support the community. I hope to have the opportunity in the future to help you out and appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. That right there. Own it. Own it and move on. Now, think about how powerful it would be if you have several one-star reviews to pull those up. This is your best opportunity. Five-star reviews are five-star reviews. People think... You're paying people to get those half the time. But one-star reviews are your best opportunity to get new business. People understand that you screw up. And they know that everybody has faults. But how do you respond to that? Right? Your food's late coming out from the kitchen. But they give you a free dessert to make up for it. You're all good. Now you're more apt to leave a review. Hey, the food was a little late. But they made up for it with a free dessert. I love this place. It's not the mistake you made, it's how you respond to it. You want to know something about Dustin's one-star review? It's actually a review that customers calling in cite. Several times they've called in and cited that review. They said, hey, I read all your reviews. They're great. There's one where you couldn't get to it during derecho. Totally understand it. I appreciate how you responded. That meant a lot. I, too, have lived in Cedar Rapids my whole life. I, too, am a small business owner. It's relatable. You've now taken down the the defense. You've taken down the walls. And you have a breakthrough with customers because you're relatable. That's the number one quality. When it comes to politics, when it comes to business, the number one quality on why people buy is, do they like you? Are you relatable to them? And this is what I love. So calling out your faults and especially calling out your faults from one-star reviews are a great business development opportunity because people know you're going to screw up. They want to know how you're going to respond when you do screw up. What's going to happen if there's a mistake? You pull up that one-star review, you talk about it, you own it, and you explain to your audience why. Why you got that review and what you've done to make sure that that never happens again when they do business with you. Boom, mic drop. Everybody tries to hide from one-star reviews. Hell no. Face up to them, own them, stare them down, and use it as a business development opportunity like Eminem. You know what's funny? I don't even like Eminem's raps. I'm a little more old school. I like Dre. I love Snoop Dogg. Beastie Boys, who are far beyond hip-hop, they're just everything to me. Punk rock, I'm a mishmash of everything, but I'm getting a little bit off track. I sincerely appreciate everybody listening right now. I was on the Ann and Ellis podcast. I'm going to put it in the show notes. It was phenomenal. Riley Mullane, 
Megan Knatz, they're wonderful entrepreneur, amazing human beings. I'll be checking out. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. One favor from you. One favor from you. If you like this podcast, if you like listening to me and you know me, I sincerely appreciate you. And I would like you to tell one person to tune in. Marching Order Monday, One Minute Wednesday, Freestyle Friday. And I'm going to have some story time with Steel. And you know what's the first story I'm going to tell? This summer I left Iowa to work at a 7-Eleven in Dallas. <laughs> it was my favorite job still to this day. Why in the hell did I ever think that life got better than working at a 7-Eleven drinking Slurpees in Dallas, Texas? <laughs> I absolutely love you, peeps. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great, wonderful weekend. Be good human beings. Peace.